0: I have a question okay. about soap. Yeah. All right. So my generic bar of soap, uh, mm. should I use that every night as my skin routine? Okay. Definitely not. <laughs> so a bar of soap was actually... Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way Podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fidelli, and I'm here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthier self and live life the happy way. Today's episode is brought to you by Inglot Cosmetics Australia. Hello everyone. Thanks for joining me for another episode. Today I will be talking all things skin health and giving you my top five steps to achieve glowing, vibrant and healthy skin. So this is a topic that I've actually received a lot of questions about. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to put it all together in a easy to listen to podcast to answer all of your questions. So let's get into it. Your skin is a great reflection to what is going on inside your body on a deeper level on all aspects including your nutritional choices, your lifestyle practices, your routines, your levels of stress, daily movement, they all play such a huge role in the complexion and the appearance of our skin. So I totally understand that there is no such thing as perfect skin and not every day is going to be a good skin day. Unfortunately, we're all going to have our moments, but there are definitely things that we can do to reduce inflammation, to reduce those constant breakouts and improve the complexion that are within our control. So we all want to feel and look our best. So I hope that the tips in this episode will support you on your way to achieving that beautiful glow. So let's get into my five top tips. So first up is supporting your gut health dysfunction and changes in the microbial composition and function of the gut can lead to alterations in immune responses. This leads to the development of skin disorders. Your skin is a window to the gut, meaning if your gut is not in a healthy state and populated with all those great beneficial bacteria, then this is going to show up externally on your skin. The gut skin axis is the intertwining connection between the microbial dysfunctions and dysbiosis of the gut that in turn leads to inflammation that contributes to common skin disorders, you know, things like your breakouts, your acne, your eczema, all of those things. So this connection has actually been studied for over 80 years and highlighted the sheer importance of gut health when caring for and treating your skin conditions so it really does all start in the gut so if you're really noticing all these flare-ups and all these skin conditions and you're not sure what you're doing wrong and how to fix it then start with the gut that is the number one place to start when it comes to healing your skin so if you're not happy with what's going on externally it's really time to dive in and take care of your gut health how do we do this? So I'm going to actually do a full episode on gut health very soon, but I'm going to start just with a few little places to start today, just to give you some good starting points. And first up is eliminating pro-inflammatory foods. So this is your foods such as, you know, processed foods, anything that comes in a box and is heavily packaged and has a million different ingredients listed on the back, anything super rich in refined sugars. So, you know, all of your super, super sugary candies and all of the packaged foods that have a million different artificial sweeteners incorporated into them and just artificial ingredients in general. So a great rule is to just, when you're shopping for something, if it does come in a box, turn that box around and have a look at the ingredients on there. If there's a million different ingredients and numbers that you do not understand, put it back on the shelf. It's not going to be good for your gut and it's not going to be good for your skin. So leave that at the grocery store. Another place to start is not eliminating this one because it's quite difficult, but just reducing your intake of dairy as it can be quite inflammatory and cause gut issues for some people. So just reducing your intake. So if you have cow's milk, maybe swapping it to, you know, your almond milks, so or if you have Greek yogurt, swapping, swapping it to coconut yogurt, just making little swaps like that. So it is possible to do that. And then of course your vegetable oils, which are like your sunflower, your canola oils, all of those things. And they're often hidden in lots of packaged foods as well. So just keep an eye on that. And then you want to really look at incorporating gut healing foods. So these are foods like your pro and your prebiotics. So they are going to really soothe and support your gut lining. And they're going to really just populate your gut and help feed your gut with those beneficial bacteria. Which is what we need to have a healthy gut microbiome. So a great little tip for your gut health that I recommend to a lot of my clients as well is to incorporate 40 mils, just 40 mils, of pure aloe vera juice in the morning before anything, before you eat or drink anything else, as it's really gonna help soothe your gut. So if you're someone that has lots of gut issues, um you get flare-ups, you get chronic bloating, all of those things, adding in something as simple as pure aloe vera juice, you know, the pure stuff, not the sugary stuff, can actually have a really soothing effect on your gut um, and kind of help you kickstart the day on the right foot. So that's one little tip that you can really start looking at doing. It's very easy, very accessible. You can get it from any health food store and it's just going to really soothe your gut. So a lot of people ask me, but How does it help? So what I say is, you know, when you get sunburned and you put aloe vera on the outside of your skin, basically it's doing the same to the inside. So it's really helping to calm and restore your gut lining, which is amazing. Very simple. So that's how how powerful foods can be. Another great little tip is incorporating psyllium husk, which is super rich in fiber and can also have some really great benefits on your gut health. So this is something that you can also buy at the stores, you can add it into your smoothies, you can add it on top of your yogurt, or you can mix it in with water and drink it straight up very quickly because it comes very gluggy, very quick. But one thing a lot of people don't know is that the Happy Way protein powders actually contain psyllium husk. So this is a great way to very easily have it every day and add it into your smoothies. So they're just some little lifestyle tips that you can really start incorporating into your day, some of the things you should look out for, so, and then also some of the things you can amp up a little bit more. Now, lifestyle factors also play a massive role when it comes to your gut health. So this includes, you know, reducing stress. Chronic stress causes havoc on your gut microbiome. It really is, you know, you could be doing all the right things, eating all the most amazing foods. But if you're chronically stressed, this is really going to put a lot of stress on your gut microbiome, which is going to cause a lot of issues with your skin. I personally, when I'm stressed, that is when I get skin issues because everything's out of whack. So look at stress and then also look at focusing on your sleep. So when you sleep, I've talked about sleep so many times before on the podcast, but it really is a time for your body to restore and recover. So really make an effort to focus on those lifestyle factors. So there really is so much to go into, you know, to do with gut health, but I'm just going to give you those few tips for now because I'm going to do another episode on gut health on its own because it's such a massive topic. But like I said, really look at reducing those pro-inflammatory foods, look at nourishing your gut with those pro and probiotics, and really look at addressing any lifestyle factors that may be causing stress. Okay, that's a really great place to start. Now, next up is increasing skin-loving foods. So as I mentioned in the gut health bit, you know, with the psyllium husk and the aloe vera juice, po- poods... <laughs> Foods have some incredible healing properties. They have incredible nutrients and antioxidants in them, which benefit so many areas of your body. Now, there are specific foods, which I'm going to list a few of them, that have shown to actually have those incredible skin healing nutrients within them in abundance. And, you know, they're the nutrients that we need to support and nourish our skin from the inside out. So different foods contain different nutrients and antioxidants that our skin loves and requires. Of course, the more of these foods and nutrients we have in our diet, the more our skin will benefit. So to make it easy to understand, I'm just gonna list the nutrient and then what foods you can find it in. So I'm gonna list, I've got a few here of my favorites. So I'll list them out and then yeah, where what foods you can get them from. So first up is zinc. So zinc deficiency is often linked back to acne. Zinc can relieve some of the redness and irritation associated with moderate to severe acne. It may also help reduce the appearance of acne scars. So if you get those big cysts on your face and they leave scars, zinc is a great place to start to help to heal that. And then the food sources include all your lean meats and proteins, pumpkin seeds have a great amount of zinc in them, oysters as well, and yeah, your nuts and seeds as well. So add them into your smoothies, make sure to incorporate them into your meals as often as you can. Um, Next up is your omega-3 fatty acids. So omega-3 fatty acids reduce inflammation in the body and promote hormone health. Omega-3s contain EPA and DHA which supports the regulation of oil production and the structure and appearance of your skin. So the food sources include your oily fish sources. So things like your salmon, mackerel, anchovies, I was going to say artichokes, that's a vegetable, anchovies and yeah, all your oily fish. So, you know, having fish in your diet a few times a week is great. So you want to look for anything that contains that high omega content. And then you've got, for our um, vegan sources, we've got your chia and your flax seeds. Once again, Happy Way powders do contain the chia seeds, which is amazing. But these tiny little seeds have a great amount of omega-3s as well as all your other nutrients. Uh, They are considered superfoods as well. And they're really easy to consume. You know, you can pop them on top of your salads. You can put them in your smoothies. So really look at, you know, how you can add those into your foods every day. So healthy fats are super, super important when it comes to nourishing your skin. Omega-3, so your EPA and DHA, also really support the appearance of your skin because they assist with the hydration. So next one is a common one, but it is vitamin C. So healthy skin should contain high levels of vitamin C to protect the epidermal outer layer and the inner inner dermal layer. So vitamin C is an antioxidant necessary to create collagen. So the skin cannot store collagen without vitamin C. So they work together as do a lot of the nutrients in our body. So the food sources that you can get vitamin C from are red capsicums, super high in vitamin C. Then you've got all your beautiful citrus fruits, which are now coming into season. And then all your berries. So berries are you know rich in vitamin C and anything with little seeds in it. So I like to, you know, kiwi fruits and all of those things with little, little seeds are generally quite high in your antioxidants as well. Next up is selenium. So selenium is another antioxidant important for skin health. Low levels of blood selenium have been documented in acne patients. So selenium supports hair, skin and nail health and food sources include Brazil nuts. So it's pretty cool. If you actually eat three Brazil nuts a day, that'll actually help you to achieve your daily required intake of selenium. So Brazil nuts are really yummy and only three. You can have three as a snack. You can add them into your smoothies, add them on top of your salads, whatever. So it's a really easy way to get that antioxidant into your diet. And then we have our B vitamins. So B vitamins, particularly niacin, which is vitamin B3, has shown to be beneficial for just your overall skin health. Niacin benefits your skin by stimulating the production of collagen and elastin. So really great things that you want in your skin to make it look plump and beautiful. So food sources include your organ meats, so like your liver and all of that tuna also has a good amount of B vitamins, your whole grains and avocados as well. So very easy food. So a lot of the foods I've listed, a lot of them are quite similar because many of them contain a lot of the same nutrients, some more than others, but these are all really good foods that you can very easily start incorporating into your diet every day. Celebrate your individuality with Inglot Australia. Inglot creates cosmetics that are accessible to everyone and you can feel good knowing they are a cruelty-free brand. Play with colors and enjoy the quality of Inglot Cosmetics with 25% off at inglotcosmetics.com.au by using the code HAPPYWAY25. This is valid until the 14th of March, 2023. Now, I could keep going on because there are so many incredible foods and nutrients that our body and our skin loves, but these are really good starting points. So, you know, if you can do your best to incorporate as many of these foods into your daily diet as possible, you'll be on the right track. So next I've got is probably one of the most important things when focusing on skin health. And it's something that is often overlooked and thought to be, nah, that's too easy. Surely not. There has to be something, you know, more difficult than that, but it's probably one of the most important things and it is drinking water. That's it. Just drink your water. So hydration is key to healthy looking skin. So if you want your skin to look nourished and beautiful and plump, you need to stay hydrated. Our body is pretty much majority water. So if your body's dehydrated, your skin is also going to be dehydrated. So you need to drink plenty of water. So when our skin is hydrated, it appears more radiant and healthy. Hydration allows the body to flush out harmful toxins that may build up in the skin and reduce the appearance of blemishes. So if you are someone that experiences frequent breakouts and acne, it is super important to make sure you stay hydrated to really support your skin and reduce the appearance of scarring. So I like to say, aim for two to three liters a day and make sure on the days that you are physically active, you know, the days where you're going to the gym and you're working up a sweat, that you are drinking more water. So if you usually drink two and a half liters a day on the days where you're not exercising, drink three or three and a half liters on the day that you are exercising, depending on how much of a sweat you work up. So you really need to compensate that as well. Now, a lot of people struggle with drinking water. You know, a lot of people say they don't like it. They forget about it. They don't like the taste, all of these things. So one of the things that I find is just keep a water bottle on you at all times. If it's on your desk, if it's next to your bed, if it's in your bag, it's in your face and it's going to you're just going to naturally go and drink it. So carry a water bottle around with you. If it's a heavy one, get a smaller one, you know, just have it on you all the time. You're you will just naturally start drinking more of it. If you are someone that sits at your desk all day and you don't even have a glass of water on your desk and you're busy working, of course you're not going to drink water. So just having a bottle there with you all the time is a great place to start. So get yourself a happy way water bottle. They're great. They're insulated. So the water will stay cold or stay warm, whatever you want. But yeah, have a bottle with you all day. Next up, if you don't like the taste, then infuse it, infuse it with, you know, fruit and herbs and make it fun. You know, kind of try different things, put different things in your water, mix it up a little bit, see, you know, sometimes you just got to make something a little bit more interesting. So that way it'll entice you to actually want to do it or drink it. And then another great way is using our BCAA powders. So I often add my BCAA powder, I love the raspberry one, into my water. I'll shake it up and I'll just sip on that throughout the day. So if you're just having one of those days where you don't feel like drinking plain old water, then, you know, mix it up a bit, add some flavor, try something different. So yeah, they're probably my top tips on how to drink more. Another one that is a bit more extreme, but hey, we've got to do what we've got to do to sometimes start a new habit is setting timers on your phone. So if you know that you don't drink much water and regardless of it being on your desk or whatever, regardless of infusing it with all the fruits and whatever, if you still think you're not going to drink it, set constant alarms on your phone. And when that alarm goes off, you have to drink one cup or two cup and, you know, set it as often as you need. I find that's just a great way to kind of get you into the habit of having the water on you and then drinking it. And then another good little tip is have a glass of water before every meal and then have a glass of water after every meal. So it's just a quick and easy way to kind of up that intake a little bit more. So yes, Hydration is key when it comes to healthy, nourished-looking skin. So drink water, flush out that to- those toxins, keep your skin looking hydrated. Okay. So I'm going to get into a couple of different lifestyle changes now, which can seem, some of them seem a little bit random, but if you think about it, it's so that they're on point. So (laughs) first up, change your pillowcase regularly and clean your phone screen. So by changing your pillowcase regularly, you can prevent the occurrence of breakouts. So if you have problematic skin and you're constantly in contact with your pillow every night, and then you're not changing it for a week or maybe sometimes even longer, just imagine the buildup of bacteria that is actually on your pillow. So by changing it every couple of nights, so, you know, you might on one night you'll sleep with it one way and then you flip it over the other night and sleep on it the other. And then you could probably flip it back another night and then change your pillowcase. So do that. It kind of just breaks the habit of, you know, constantly putting your beautiful, clean skin because we always cleanse before we go to bed, don't we guys? Yes, always. Always cleansing before we go to bed, but then we don't want to be rubbing our beautiful, clean skin onto a pillow that is just loaded with bacteria from all those nights before. So Such a simple little thing, but yeah, get into the habit of really changing your pillowcase every few nights because it's going to actually make a difference. Now, what I mean by cleaning your phone screen is that your phone harvests so much bacteria and comes in contact with so much throughout the day. So, you know, you put your phone on random tables, you let other people touch your phone, you go to the toilet with your phone in your hands, you know. Just think about all the bacteria that is going to be on that phone and then if you're picking it up and making calls, you're rubbing it against your face. So all that bacteria is then transferring onto your precious skin, which you don't want this. So these two changes might seem small, but they can lead to, you know, big changes. It's always the small things that make a difference, you know, and we just want to do our best to kind of keep that unwanted bacteria and germs at bay and because we don't want that on our skin. So we're trying to do what we can here. Um, and that's just one great little thing that you can and consider changing your pillowcase and cleaning your phone screen regularly so you can get those antibacterial wipes. Clean it with that and just wipe it down with the tissue and you're good. Or just put your phone on loudspeaker, whatever. <laughs> so the last step that I will touch on today to help you achieve that glowing skin is to work up a sweat. So movement and exercise are so beneficial for your overall health and well-being and for your skin. Exercise has so many benefits on the health and complexion of your skin. So a few points to explain why exercise is so beneficial for your skin are, firstly, exercise increases your blood flow to your cells, which in turn nourishes your skin. So when you've got all that nice blood rushing in your face and in your skin and to your cells in your, in your face, Sorry, that was a bit confusing, but you get it. (laughs) Um, That actually nourishes your skin. That's what you want. You want that blood flow and exercise stimulates that, stimulates that oxygen and that blood. So um, yes, that's one first reason. Secondly is exercise reduces inflammation and lowers the stress hormone cortisol. So when we have excess levels of cortisol. This can actually lead to acne and breakouts. So once again, like I said before, when I get stressed, I get a breakout. So it's that high level of cortisol um, that can actually be yeah, not great for your skin health. So you really want to reduce that and exercise is a great way to reduce the inflammation and to reduce those cortisol levels because it is a natural stress reliever. So sweating opens up your pores and releases what might be built up within. So it's kind of like a little skin detox. So, you know, do something that's going to, you know, help you work up a sweat. So a few of the forms of movement that you could try include, you know, something like hot yoga. That's a great way to kind of open up all the pores and work up the sweat. Bikram yoga, high intensity workout. So something like your you know, F45 workout kind of thing, very dynamic, something like that. And then you're running and Pilates as well is also great. So anything that really gets your heart rate up and helps you to get your sweat on. So I say always, you know, aim to move your body every day if you can, but aim for three to four times a week and try and get sweaty in those workouts. You know, do something you enjoy, do something that you find fun. You know, exercise doesn't need to be, you know, the traditional things that we always think of. It can be something like going and dancing or going for a swim at the beach or, you know, just whatever works for you. Do something you enjoy because then you actually want to do it. So yeah, working up a sweat is great. Of course, you know, another great way to work up a sweat is, you know, going into a sauna and all of those things as well. But yeah, exercise has so many great benefits on your skin health and and also on your general health and well-being. So if you're not someone that's aiming to move your body at least three to four times a week, then that is um, a great place to start. If you want to improve your skin, it just gets everything going, gets the juices flowing, and it's a great way to just open up those pores and nourish your skin. So my five points that I have spoken about today included supporting your gut health, increasing skin loving foods in your diet, drinking enough water to stay hydrated, adapting your lifestyle and reducing excess bacteria on your skin and moving that beautiful body of yours so you can work up a sweat. Now, of course, with anything, there are so many other things you can do, and this is this advice that I've given today is quite general. So sometimes you first need to get to the root—well, not sometimes, every time—you need to get to the root cause of your health issues to then address what's going on with your skin. So some of it can be a lot um, more deep-seated issues, which you can—you should probably further investigate. So speak to a health practitioner to help you do that. How? However, the tips that I've given are still really great to improve your general health and well-being and to really start making those daily changes and putting in some healthy habits and routines that are going to really benefit you from the inside out. So aside from what I've mentioned, be mindful of reducing stress levels and ensuring you have a really good a skin routine, using products that actually work for your skin. By this, I mean, you know, make sure you've got products that work for your skin type Kind of try out a few different things, suss out what works for you, suss out what you need. You can go speak to like a skin specialist or a dermatologist or something like that. He'll be able to really help you with that because that's also super important, you know, and making sure you're cleansing day, morning and night, and then you've got a good routine for yourself. So make your skin routine a bit of a self care practice for you and don't skip it ever, especially when you go out at night. Do not come home and not take your makeup off. That is a big no no. Always go to sleep with a clean face and wear Up with clean skin. I have a question about soap. All right. So, my generic bar of soap, Mm. uh, should I use that every night as my skin routine? Okay, definitely not. (laughs) So, a bar of soap was actually designed and made to only be used on your underarms and on your genital area. So, it is so dehydrating for your skin. You just don't want to be using that soap. and rubbing it on your skin. Now this is your conventional, like I don't don't want to say any name brands, but you know, your supermarket cheap block of soap things. Okay. You want something a little bit more hydrating and nourishing to put on your skin because your skin that on your face is a lot more gentle and needs a lot more nourishment than the skin that's like on your underarms or like anywhere else. So no, for a male listening, your bar of soap, is probably not the best option for your beautiful evening skin routine. Getting a, a nice cleanser or just using even coconut oil or something like that, something that doesn't contain a bunch of chemicals and isn't really dehydrating is your better option. So like Cetaphil is another good one. You know, if you want just a generic, that's a really good one. When it comes to your skin, spend a little bit more money if you have it on something that is you know doesn't contain a million chemicals that uses um, nourishing organic ingredients something Australian if you can okay so for anyone listening who is interested in learning more about how to get that glowing skin from the inside out Head over to my website, www.melissafidelli.com and check out my Skin Bible eBook. It's an entire eBook program and recipe guide on how to achieve the skin you want through food, lifestyle, natural remedies and nourishing your body in every single way. As an added bonus, use the code HAPPY for some discount on this. So that brings us to the end of today's episode thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye.